Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Cool, 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 Cool Down. And we have Wonga Dinga, the Dinganator, the guy who's got MIA on Discord. We haven't seen him on Discord since I don't know when. And then we've got Claudio, who's obviously very loud this evening with, with his background. Uh, first and foremost, Claudio, uh, well, well, uh, well done on the FA Cup Triumph. Um, how are you feeling after the win? Very good. It was, I'm not going to lie to you, it was the one where I was the most nervous I think I've been all season because if you don't get this one across the line, you know, all the talk about the quadruple, etc., etc., etc. If you don't get this one across the line, all of that doesn't really happen. So it was the one that we needed to make sure we landed. And uh, I must tell you, I didn't sit throughout the course of the game and they landed it. And now we, we're excited. Now we can keep talking about the idea of a possible quadruple. But what, uh, and then Wonga, how are you doing this evening, man? Where have you been, man? We haven't seen you on Discord. Uh, are you alive? Are you okay? What's happening, Wonga? Talk to us. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not okay, bro. <laughs> not okay at all. Um, you're not seems okay. disappointing. You're not okay. Yeah, not okay at all. It's bad, bad, okay, bad. No, 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 bad no week. Worries, no worries. We'll, we'll, we'll go into more detail in terms of why you're not okay. Uh, but everyone, um, good evening, as I said. Just uh, drop your comments in the comment section. Like, subscribe, tell your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your best friend, your ex-girlfriend to to uh, to to, uh, to subscribe to our Goal Lounge TV channel. Um, and yeah, already um, Louis is in the comment section. I spoke to Louis at work uh, this uh, this this morning, and yeah, he had a bit of a he had a bit of a laugh about something that we're going to touch on right now. And I think uh, yeah, be- before. Before we jump onto the Premier League, let me just give Claudio his um, two minutes in the sun in terms of... Two minutes? <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool win in the FA Cup. Let's be honest, it was probably one of the most boring finals we've, we've, we've ever watched. Um, I, I, only watched I, I only watched the penalty shootout. I was in Tembisa visiting my, my cousin and we were at Shisanyama and then you know, I, I took some time and I went to the screen and I watched the whole penalty shootout. But the game in itself, it seemed like it was a boring game. Uh, Claudio, tell us about, about about the game in itself and obviously the emotions of of Simica scoring that final penalty. I think, look, first let's let's open up with the you saying it's a boring game. I think if you watched the game, you know you would have said it wasn't a dull normal draw. Both sides had their chances. It was very nervy if you were supporting either side. I can tell you that much. Look, the game had both moments. I mean, Liverpool were all over them in the first half, as they were as the game drew on. I think. Chelsea came out second half flying out the blocks, which you would expect after the performance they had in the first half. And I think as the game drew on, Liverpool's legs did get a bit tired and it was almost as if Liverpool played for penalties, which is a bizarre thing to to consider. But they did. And the changes that they made was exactly to that point. They played for the penalties. And, you know, it it worked out when you consider that they beaten Chelsea um, in three finals on penalties. you got to say, you know, this is where we're getting worried as Liverpool fans because there's only so many penalties you can win. That's what you think, right? And when you're looking at the sort of decisions that were made with regards to, and I'm sure everyone's seen this on social media, with regards to the comparison between Jurgen Klopp and Tuchel and how they manage the penalties. Generally speaking, when you look in penalties, you know you want to win the toss because, hey, hey, look at that, Wonga Shaka. Look at that. Wonga Shaka. Wonga Shaka. Yeah, but I'm saying, so So what you want to do is you want to win the toss because you get to then decide to go first and then you get to decide which side you want to take now or which side, which end you want to take rather in front of your own I fans or positions yeah. it. Yeah. So in this case, you've got to look at Liverpool lost out in both instances. In the previous time, they, they won 
And you could say that was in their favor. But what is interesting was how Jurgen Klopp had managed the situation. Going into it, there were five minutes between the two sides. Jurgen Klopp had his sort of squad selected already. He knew he was going to take the penalties. He had one-on-ones with him before delivering this sort of passionate speech that he normally does. And then once the speech was delivered, they were there waiting. And they put Chelsea under pressure. And they were smiling and they were laughing. And then Tuchel was still deciding who he was going to put down, looking the players in the eyes in a group. And, and you could tell that made a difference. Um, but what was quite interesting that came out afterwards was one thing we always commend Klopp. And you know Klopp, they always talk about Klopp, 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 Klopp being such a great manager and this and this and this. But one of these best parts is him being open to learn new things and bring in experts in their field. And prior to this, they had actually hired these guys. And I think, Wonga, you would appreciate this. You should go look them up. The, this team called Neuro11, a pair of neuroscientists who actually had helped and coached them through these penalty shootouts, which is quite interesting. And they break down exactly the different strengths and the benefits as to how they went into it. And when you're looking at the certain advantages on, there's a great article on The Athletic, how they break down the sort of advantage that Liverpool had carved open from sort of the, the, the sort of smallest detail, Allison interfering, coming to meet the players rather than being intimidated by Mendy, putting him off the line. Then like little, little things where Thiago's focusing on the ball rather than looking at the goalkeeper. And Samikas, by the way, gentlemen, it was one of those where, I mean, I think you still said so, Settle. You said that Mane was going to miss, their final penalty, miss the penalty taken against Mendy. When you're looking throughout the course of the year, he had taken two previous occasions, the last penalty, his teammates of Mendy. That always, was always going to be a high-pressure situation for him. Yeah. But it was when Timika stepped up, I started celebrating before the final ball was kicked or before the ball was even kicked. Because you just knew. And it was the first professional penalty he's ever taken in his career. So it was just one of those situations where, you know, you know me, love being a romantic and love sort of painting that picture out there. That was the situation where it was exactly that. So, yeah, it was a good time. Good time yeah, to get a little look, look, down. I, I, I see Jason saying, uh, don't know about big boys, just always another trophy in the cabinet. Of course, when you were the winner, you're obviously going to say that. But obviously, for the neutral... You know, I, I wasn't obviously um, glued to the TV screen when it happened. But yeah, uh, Jason said congrats about being on the show tonight, Wonga. I'm sure it ain't easy. It isn't easy. Yeah, Wonga, it's not easy at all for you to be on the show. Um, Arjun, hey, man, where, where have you been, Arjun? Uh, uh, stop it. Where have you been? Uh, You've been MIA. Uh, every year from Arsenal fans and always. Oh, uh, he's obviously, he came back for, for, for the, for, to slander Arsenal. Uh, yeah, but Claudio, so... Because you guys have two out of four so far, mm. is it going to end on two? Is it going to be three? Or is it going to be four? I know if if we're being realistic as as football fans, I think the the realistic um, prediction should be it will be three out of four. I, I, that's that that's just that's just on a realistic note. But do you think it can actually be four out of four? Well, remember, Silo, I, I kind of led with the fact that I said four was slightly a stretch too far, and I always said you know three was probably going to be what they land up with. I did say that. But nonetheless, I'm not going to rule out four because I want the universe to hear four. I mean, when you're looking at the injuries, Van Dijk's picked up now, Fabinho's picked up, and Salah's picked up. They're probably not going to play tonight against Southampton. So this is where the sort of impossible sort of conversation comes in because it is it is a tough ask. But thanks to West Ham, this, the dream is still alive. The hope is still there. And I think with Steven Gerrard taking on Man City, if it was anyone else... I think I would have said game done. But I think with Gerard and Aston Villa and Ings and Watkins there, I think there's a possibility that anything can happen on that final day. So I'm still going to say quadruple right now. Okay, okay, okay. Jason says, yeah, he says three out of four will do. So I think, obviously, um, he's not a, Jason's not a greedy person. 
Uh, he he takes the three out of four. If, you guys, if, I'm giving, if I'm giving you three out of four today, you know you're going to take it, Claudio. Instead of taking it, uh, instead of leaving it to chance, where it could be end up in being two out of four, right? You take yeah. three out of four now. Oh, one hundred percent. it to chance. Yeah, right? definitely. Because at least you know that you'll be happy about something uh, come Sunday or come next week Saturday, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, tonight's going to be a good test as well. They will rotate a couple of players. Let's see what happens. And if they can come through tonight, then the conversation's still alive. But one thing I did also say prior to this is one thing I've always wanted is a tight finish. That's what I want. I mean, ideally, it would be great if you had three sides just because that's what I like seeing. And I know for me, the fact that Liverpool's just involved in this is what always makes it more exciting. I mean, for years, 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 I mean, you all know not recently, said, or you'll know, Wong will know this for a long while. But it's not as fun when your team's not involved towards the end of the season. And the fact that they're still challenging is incredible. No, definitely. Definitely. It, it adds so much more uh, to, to, to the league. You know, you, you're watching till the final, the final day. You know, um, I've, I've, I've had heartbreak on the final day where Aguero scored a goal, where QPR did some match. Yeah, that was there, you know, but, but, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but... Claudia, are you happy? Are you happy? You're two minutes to the sign. I gave you enough time. I don't know if you want to say I anything do. more about the final. I, I know you, you're going to... I don't know. Are you, anything, are you gonna, anything more about the final? About the final? No, you can't say. I think everyone just showed up. I think Liverpool's 12th man is always there. And I think that's the advantage Liverpool have going into any final. doesn't matter who they're playing against. That crowd is always a difference. Man. It always feels like you're playing a home game when you've got them. And that's, that's phenomenal. But I think... I don't know. Are you going to touch on the West Ham and City game later? Or are you going to do that right now? No, 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 no. We, 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 we go into the big news of the weekend. The big news of the Premier League weekend. And the big news of the Premier League weekend is... Okay. Why did my hands mean of that? That is the big news of the Premier League weekend. I feel. I feel. Uh, because we have a certain gentleman on this show who was talking about top three. Now, he's out of top four. He should be talking about top five. <laughs> what happened, man? Please tell us what, what, what's going on. We we spoke to you last week, Tuesday, going to the North, going to the North London derby, where you were still in fourth position, and then you played Tottenham and lost comprehensively three 0 and then you still had an opportunity to still be number four by beating Newcastle. What did you guys do? You lost to Newcastle, and now you guys are two points behind Spurs. And if Spurs get a draw on the final day, they qualify for the Champions League by virtue of their far greater um, goal difference. They've got uh, plus 24. You guys have plus 11. You guys won't score 13 goals on the final day. Uh, Wonga, what, what, what's going on, man? What's, what, what, what has gone wrong? Look, um, you know, Shaka, Shaka, uh, Shaka after the match for Arsenal went um, haywire. People are saying, <laughs> uh, he's, uh, they appreciate... What he was saying, they said, yeah, as a true leader, um, basically he said, um, he told the players that, he basically said if, if they're not ready for, um, the, pe- the people knew the gravity of the match, the players knew the gravity of the match, and they should have, you know, they should have stepped up to the occasion. If they had no balls to it, if they were scared, if they were nervous, yeah. they should have stepped out. Um, but for me, it didn't start in that game. It started in the game against uh, Tottenham. Yes. could even argue that it should have been like that in the, from the beginning of the season. But against Tottenham, we knew how vital that was. All needed against Tottenham to make everything else comfortable as a draw, to be honest with you. Didn't even need to beat them. And, and Rob Holding, for me, poor, poor, poor decisions he made. Um, he, 
after fouling Son, I think he fouled him twice or three times before they gave him the first yellow card. Ref yeah. spoke to this guy, talked to him, and said, hey, my man, you, you, you can't be doing this whole game. I'm going to definitely card you on the next one. What did he do? He goes and kicks him again. Him. And then he pulled him. And, yeah. and, and, and it was unnecessary. That time it was even unnecessary again. All the times, in fact, were unnecessary. The last one was the worst thing. I couldn't even believe it. Son wasn't even on. Um, hits him and it literally, it literally messes up your plan. But for me, again, why are you playing Rob Holding? Where, where, where are the other well, guys? Was, I mean, Rob, White, for me, was, why, why, White was injured um, or wasn't 100% for, the, for, for, for that game. I would have, I would have, I would have put a Cedric, or uh, then I would have put a, I would have organized something else. But not, not, no, no, no. But you remember was still there. You would have put a Cedric, and then so, Tommy also would have moved oh, in there. I would have, I would have done that. Um, you know, you've got Son, and Son is always on you. Son is quicker than Rob Holding. Son, the last time I remember playing against Rob Holding, it destroyed him. It's a weekend game in game out. Do you think it's going to be any different now? You're hoping it's going to be, but you can't be hoping. You need you need certainties now. We we we, we need to win this game or draw it. And for me, yeah, I, I, yeah, manager manager maybe at fault there, but again, Rob Holding, I think you can't really put manager there. That's that's his his stupidity. Um, and that's you can't now. The team is fighting three 0 down. You can't do anything. We come against Newcastle. We know the gravity of this match again. I watched the first thirty minutes, hello, and I knew, I knew in my heart. I was like, all you're doing is hoping. Yeah, we're not going to win this game. Newcastle passing ball position looks like they playing for top four. Looks like they were playing for top four. Um, then Rob Holding, I'm not Rob Holding. The guy we swap in White. Oh my White. goodness me! I thought uh, we had a. Ah, brah, brah. But still, we go 1-0 down. Again, there's no fight from there. There's still no fight. Again, Newcastle left everything on top of them. I'm like, there's, there's nothing want to do. This it, it was painful watching. They don't want to win this match. That's the honest truth. They didn't want to win that match. I, I, I can't... I, I, what, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? You're watching, Wait, you're so watching so these so guys. You haven't, you haven't announced it. Is nah. this official? Is this sorry, official? man. Sorry, man. Nah. I, I, just had, I just had to bring it in because he was, he was a walkerette, man. I could feel it. I just needed to feel <laughs> it. It was just there, guys. You can feel that this man is nah. angry. This guy, this guy this... is angry. It's all the anger from North London. All Arsenal fans are speaking through Wonga right now and they are mm. angry. They are angry but... at the fact that Arsenal have bottled a top four race. Because, listen, guys, if you think about it, Arsenal were in poor position after they yes. beat um, Chelsea, Man United, and, and West Ham. Yes. Three consecutive wins against sides in the top seven. You know, they, they did that. They went on a run where they beat teams in the in the top seven, uh, three consecutive wins. And I, I, I thought it was Arsenal. Um, but, obviously, you know, football is a, is a funny game. Claudio, what do you think of... Um, of 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 Wanga's uh, capitulation uh, in the last two games. Look, you know, Celo, you and I were laughing the whole time because we kind of felt this was going to be inevitable. Wanga was like adamant it wasn't going to be the case, and I think when you're looking at the fact, it's the the ironic point is when you're looking at what they celebrate or what the Arsenal fans were singing is the youngest ever squad, the youngest this yes. this this and this what. And you've got to point out that this was a gamble from Arteta. 100%. He gambled. He let, let go of some of the senior players. 
he's gone to go with these the younger players. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword because, yeah, you've got nothing to lose. The fans are a little bit more forgiving because you're trying to impose this sort of style and give them a platform to express themselves. But this is what happens. When it gets to the crunch time, when it gets to the pressure, this is where you need your cool, calm heads. When, I like, And I was trying to compare it. I was trying to look at the fact where, you know, you've got Arsenal in the situation that they're in. Granted, you know, that it is what it is. But when you compare Liverpool to them right now and you're looking at the fact we're talking about these young players, right, that, that are their yeah. starters. You look, Liverpool have young players too. Trent's 23 years old and he's won every trophy there is to win, right? That's, that's yeah. the difference in terms of the young player caliber. That's already the experience he's getting. So in a sort of game that Arsenal experienced last night, it's a different situation. You've got sort of the other young players. You've got Keller, the goalkeeper, who's also 22. Konate's 22. So these are young players with the right blend of senior players with good culture and and making the difference. Now, when you've, you're relying on these young players to carry the team and you get your senior sort of player, Shaka, who didn't do much in the game himself, also then accusing the players. Guys, I don't know. I think that the biggest, what, the biggest Disney villain since, I think Arteta's a Disney villain with the Lego haircut. That's what he is. I yeah, but for me, like... Uh, Wonga, Wonga, uh, something that, that, that we touched on, um, I think two weeks ago, the fact that Arsenal gave... Arteta a new contract. Give him a new contract before securing top securing four. this. I think yeah, look, you I... know, it's, it's a blunder that Man United did, where they also gave Ole uh, a contract before you know actually seeing how the season plays out. And I think uh, obviously you guys have done some, something similar. I think you know, look if I if I look at it, man, if if they're looking they're looking at the situation, yes, Arteta's done well to get there. Um, he's definitely going to make Europe. You're looking like the things you've said now. You're looking at the squad. You're looking at the team he had. I think he's done well to get there. Um, but there's still, there's still a lot of um, a lot that needs to be done to get to where they want to get. He did again. We all, I, we all know that because of what William said, his plan was um, next year that he wins the the Champions League. Um, unless he's gonna somehow get messed into Norwich's team next weekend. I don't know. But um, <laughs> that that was. That, that that was his plan, um, and that's obviously out the window. But he's um, like I'll be honest, it's 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 heartbreaking. It's 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 flipping disappointing. Um, but if you look at everything, I think you can. If you were to be honest and fair, you would say that yeah. I mean, you're finishing at a top four, top three. It would be it would be on a in- incredible incredible high um, yeah. to actually be there. Um, but Again, like the only thing that disappoints me, like in all of this, especially with Shaka's comments after the game, is where were these comments? Where were these comments when you lost to to Brighton? You know, that that could have, those were vital points. You know, against uh, yeah, Brighton, yeah. you got pummeled by them. Where, where, where was where was where was all these comments then? And, and yeah, Palace Crystal Palace. Where was that? Even if you held Crystal Palace to a draw, we'd be in a better position now. Um, but those comments never came out there. That now these guys like that's that's the thing. I mean, you're playing a league game. Every game has to be important. Um, and if if, they, if people are saying he is the leader that they're saying he is, he wouldn't have come out and said that day. He would have probably said something way before. But before it was all about it was all about him and how the refs are against him and how the Premier League is yeah. against him. And now now we're playing now this match and now we lose this match and now it's now it's everyone else. You know, can't even point a finger to himself. Um, it's it's that that for me is very that that comments he made were highly disappointing to be honest with you. Um, it was very very disappointing. You should have said that stuff to the guys in the changing at half time. Should have told them that straight up, straight but, up. You know, you know, at half time was still zero zero. At half time was still zero zero, right? But and they came out and they 
no, no. So, so at halftime, still zero zero. And this is where now Arteta needs to get, say, guys, listen. What's most important? We need to be the the team that gets the first goal in this game. We get the first goal. Uh, we put pressure on Newcastle. Um, they want to obviously um, end the season on a high in their last home game. We put pressure on them, and maybe there'll be opportunities for us to hit them on the counter after we get out the first goal. What no, happens? I'd Newcastle, for me. Newcastle gets the first goal um, through some great work, and they probably should have gotten other goals. You know, uh, Callum Wilson had a nice shot, a nice volley from from almost the halfway line that just went wide. You know, there's mm-hmm. a couple of chances that they created that I think that they had better Imagine chances. Imagine you stayed fit for Newcastle, Wilson. Of Wilson's exactly. Fit. What, 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 you would have, you would have, you would have, you would have scored what? Uh, double what, what he has now. He's the leading goal scorer, uh, still with six goals. He probably would have scored 12, 15 goals for them. Jeez. Also, but can so we just me, point out what's wrong, Wonga? Wonga, if, if Shaka could just convince someone else to have the same haircut as him, Arsenal would be in the better place. I mean, look at the Brazilian boys there in Newcastle, both bleaching their hair blonde. I mean, that's the chemistry you want, the backstreet boy look, like Man United had in the 90s. That's what Arsenal need to be doing. Come on. Who's leading that sort I, of I, uh, I just, cultural I just, look? I just want to... Uh, Wonga, sorry, sorry. So I just want to uh, read some of the comments. I, I think it, 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 it it's actually, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, Pumza says you're coming for Chelsea. You know, obviously he's making a joke there. Uh, Chelsea boys can go to Ibiza and Greece. Uh, Greece. So Arsenal to win Europa League. Uh, Louis now asking about United. Obviously, as a man, he has to ask such questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pumza saying uh, a fair top five finish for Arsenal. Um, yeah. So he says top four is going to be going to be too much. But but Wonga, so way too from uh, way too from here for for Arsenal. Um, do you think that you still have a chance to make the top four? Or do you think let's just end the season on a high and look forward to next season? There's no way. If, 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 if Tottenham lose to Norwich, there would have been, it would be the biggest blunder in, in sporting history. There's no way. There's no way they lose to Norwich. <laughs> there's no way. Uh, there's no way. The Norwich are daily bread. That's where you go. You collect your points. Um, so, and, but in, in terms of, the, I remember you said, we were saying at halftime, the Arsenal talk, you know, should have been, you know, go up first. But for me, it should have been different. It should have been exactly what Shaka said, that if the guys wanted to win, it was really up to them. There's nothing much Oteta could do there. You could tell him what to do. They all know what to do, but they had to fight in that game. And that was yeah. missing for me. I mean, if I can tell you 30 minutes that the game, it, that we're just hoping, it doesn't even look like we're going to win. And I think that that was literally the difference between... Um, Newcastle looked like they wanted the top four, but they they they're not playing for anything now. They're literally playing for pride yeah. and whatever. No no no, it is, no, 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 no. Those players are playing for new contracts. They they want to be new part contracts, of the revolution. Right? They want to be part of that. Yeah, that, they want to be there. They want to be there next season. They want to be there yeah. next season. You know, your targets want to be signed on a permanent basis. But just 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 while mm. we're still on the top four um, race, uh, the team that did win on the weekend was Spurs. They won one 0 against Burnley uh, through a hurricane penalty. Um, I think they would have. Gotten more goals if it wasn't for Nick Pope, uh, who had a blinder in the goals for 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 Burnley, saving a lot of shots at, at goal. But guys, I think let's just I think uh, Claudio will probably love this this point or this question in terms of where would Tottenham be if Conte had started the season with them? Mm. No, they'd be pushing. No ways, man. They would be. be they wouldn't. They currently what sixteen points of Liverpool. I would say. Maybe six points off. I don't know if they, I don't think they would be challenging for the title, but I think but, they would be top, like six. They'll be top three. They'll top be, three, definitely. Top three, right? I think they would yeah. they would probably they'll probably get an extra six an extra six to nine points from Conte, probably. Six to nine points, I think. I think Conte gave yeah. him an extra six or nine points if he had started the season with them. 
uh, which which obviously would have been um, good for them. They would have been uh, already top three. Uh, but yeah, going into the next season um, or going into the final game and, and next season, I think we've already spoken about the fact that Kane should stay uh, after this. Now, uh, Claudio, uh, what do you think? Mm. Yeah, I think that's it. I think Haaland going to City, I think Conte doing what he's doing with Spurs, I think that's a given. I don't see Kane leaving. I mean, firstly, who's going to be able to afford him for what Levy's going to ask for and who's going to want to pay that in the first place? That's not going to happen. So it is a bit of a hold on and hope for Kane. But I do think what... Conte is done with Spurs right now. I think them getting across the line of this top four. He's, he's getting the players are buying what he's selling right now. And I think if he gets them there next season, he tells Levy, right, you give me what I want or I'm exactly. gone anywhere. It's, it's a short exactly. lifespan, but I will deliver with your player, Kane, on something. I'll get you a trophy. And I'll get better. Like, and I'll get better. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll improve up, up, up above the go higher in the table type of thing. Exactly. But not even the table. Two. He will win something next season. If you give him the money and one or two of the, whatever players he wants to go get, you, you support him. He'll, he'll get rid of... I'm telling you now, he's already filtered out the, the weak-minded players. He's already moving them on. He already knows what he wants to do next. And when he gets this fourth spot, I think, yeah. Watch out, watch out next season because that's the type of manager he is. And we've seen he didn't lose to Liverpool or Man City this, since he's been there. I yeah. don't think he's lost to any of the sides in the top five. So he's got that in him and he knows where, especially the league. The league is his bread he lost, and butter. So, he, lost yeah. to United, he lost to United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't expecting anything there. You <laughs> see, it's the, ones, oh, it's the smaller lost, teams that he struggles against. <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, but yeah talking, talking about small teams, um, let's, let's, let's go all the way to the... To the to a relegation battle where Leeds uh, scraped through a point against uh, Brighton, uh, getting them out of the relegation zone. Uh, the pub team is back in the relegation zone, which is Burnley. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit tight at the, at the bottom there. Burnley's on 34 points, Leeds on 35 points, and then Everton on, on, 36, on 36 points. Uh, guys, what's happening down there, guys? Uh, one week we say, we say Everton's going to go down. The next week we say Leeds going to go down, and now looks like Burnley's going to go down. So who's who's going down? Pumas uh, wants wants Burnley to go down. What's happening there, Wong? At the, at, at the bottom of the table. Yeah. Hey, it's a lot happening, man. And 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 the same thing I was saying. I mean, it, it, it's I mean, yeah, like Arsenal could learn from it. You see, in Everton, they they had what eight. Losses in a row in the eight or seven when Lampard got there, struggled to find a bit of form. But now when things are getting hot, you know, they can see that, hey, no, no, this is actually, hey, we've only got like four games left or five games left when they beat, uh, they, they beat Chelsea. Um, and, and Man United. Did they beat Man United also? But you see, that's, the, and, and you see, that's, that's what, that's what you expect from, well, not expect, but that's what you, you need. Um, in these times, and there, there goes uh, Everton, and they're starting to deliver. They're trying to show people that, hey, look, we're trying to, we're trying to survive. And mind you, I don't think anyone expected that from them. You know, it would have been like if they went down, you, everyone, would, yeah, everyone would have been like, yeah, look, this is where that, this is where they were going, anyways. But they, they're fighting. The leads as well. Leads are also thought they're going to struggle against a a a Brighton, but they managed to get a, a goal later in the game, um, fighting to push up. It's going to be a difficult one. Uh, I don't know who's going to go down. Even a Burnley against um, uh, Tottenham could have got a. They had one good chance. Obviously, didn't put it in. But it was a, it was a, it just is an unformed Tottenham. Mm. I, I don't know. Who, I honestly don't know who's going to go down. I can't lie to you. They, they, this weekend, if if the guys do, everyone's going to have to do what they need to do. But you might it might just stay the way it is now, and Burnley and Burnley goes down. Guys, um, we are praying. We are all praying for a Burnley relegation, guys. 
we, we need the pub team out, guys. And I think, um, yeah, also the quality of their players is not that... Not... If you look at Everton, uh, Leeds, and Burnley, the quality of players mm. are in... in but Burnley can pull. But, as well, if Leeds goes down, then at least some teams will probably get a... Uh, a bargain buy from like a Rafinha or a or a, or a, or a Phillips, <laughs> you know what I mean? So obviously you want them to go down so you get them for cheap, you know. Also, uh, but something so, that might yeah. just uh, Arsenal is that Maxwell Cornish from Burnley has got a release clause of seventeen million pounds, and he's okay. a good player. Okay. Yeah, I think, and he's yeah, I think that's worth a punt. I mean, seventeen he's a, million he's a very pounds. Good player. Player. He's a very good player. I think yeah. Yeah. eight game, goals, eight game. goals for Burnley. How does a player yes. do that? Do you know what they said? <laughs> Claudio, that's that's more goals than the team than the other players combined. The team has scored exactly. the other players combined have scored seven. He scored eight. <laughs> what? No, that's actually ridiculous. Yeah. That's what they say. Something like what, that. He scored, he's, he scored more than the other players oh. combined. That's what they said. Oh, since since he got there. Since he got there. Yes, yeah, since he got there. Yeah, since he got Yeah, since he got there. Not now. Not now, not now, not now. Uh but yeah, man, I think that's it's so let's let's get a prediction quickly, guys, from everyone who's in the comment section as well, from Wonga and Claudio and myself. Who is going down? And remember, Burnley and Everton have two matches left. Leeds have one match to go. Everton. Who does Burnley has, play? So so. Just oh, sorry, you're telling us. Sorry. Everton has <laughs> Everton. Everton is playing midweek against Palace, right? Uh-huh. And their last game of the season is against Arsenal. Then Burnley has then Burnley has to play Villa, um, and then what's the other game? Just give me a second. Leeds, Burnley's other, uh, uh, Burnley's other game is Newcastle. So ben, Burnley's playing Villa and then Newcastle, and um, then Leeds plays Brentford. So guys, let's 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 hear it. What is the prediction? Who's going down? Mm. Yes, yes. Yo 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 yo. Look, I've got to say. I would like to think Villa's going to do something against Burnley just because I want them to get confident for the game against Man City. So, so that's more me hoping. Um, but when I'm looking at Burnley hosting Newcastle, I don't think Newcastle are going to want to end the season off with a loss. So at least minimum a point. But I'd say Newcastle win draw there. And then Leeds have playing, on Bref, uh, playing Brentford. And I think their goals to be scored in both sides there. So I think Leeds are going to be throwing the kitchen sink and they might do what they did against Brighton and edge something right at the end at the depth where they just get that, that goal that seals the deal for them. So I'm going to say Leeds survive, Burnley go down. Everton, okay. I think, are, are safe. Wonga? Yeah. yeah I also th- <sighs> Everton have to do a job against the Crystal Palace. Where's, the, where the, where's Everton playing Crystal Palace? Um... They're playing Palace... At Goodison Park, home, yeah. Uh, I think they you guys can... the, and they're playing you guys at the Emirates. Yeah, I think. Hey, I don't think they're going to get any Lewis, resistance from. Louis says Leeds to go down. Pub says Burnley, and Wonga, what are you saying? It's a difficult one, man. Um, I would well, say Burnley kind of, also, but Leeds, you. Kind of, yeah. yeah? No, 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 I'm saying you kind of want Leeds to go down based on what you're saying, Celo, Rafinha. But look, I don't think Rafinha stays at the end of the season anyway. But I but, think you get him for uh, cheaper but if they go down. Obviously, you get cheaper. So I'm looking at if Man United go for him, right? Then you can get him for 30 million pounds as opposed to 60 million pounds. No, Celo, right? you got it wrong. You got it wrong. As long as Man United's in for any player, it's going to be 60 million up. That's just how No, it no, 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 no. no matter. They play for Burnley. Maxwell but, but, but they, you know what's when, funny? When, when, they got a release No, clause. but when they, get rele- when they get relegated, it's cheaper. Yeah, but what I'm saying is in all those clauses, it's cheaper. But even when it says when Man United come for you, it's still triple the, the clause. 
That's that's, that's what I hate. Wonga, so who's going back? <laughs> Come on, Wonga. I'll say, Come on, Wonga. I'll say Burnley, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, I really don't know because I, I feel like Burnley's still got a fight in them. I think they'll make it very difficult for Aston Villa. And um, who, who else did you say that next? Um, but yeah, whoever it's Aston Villa and Newcastle, I think they're going to make it very difficult for them. I can't lie. But yeah, they might cool, end up going. Cool, cool, cool. And then, yeah, then. Uh, I think it's Burnley as well, guys. I just pray it's Burnley. We can't have a pub team next season, guys. We need to have, <laughs> we need to have upstanding teams. And yeah, already we have uh, Bournemouth um, and uh, Fulham back in the Premier League. So at least some two familiar sides. And I'm hoping that Forrest also um, makes it back into the Premier League because it will be great to have yeah. a, uh, such such a historic club back in the Premier League. Uh, they're playing yeah. their second leg tonight. So, um, And then another part of the weekend where Claudio probably got a bit more excited. Um, yeah, got a... Yeah, very excited, you know. Um, I knew what more... you were, yeah, I know what you were leading with this, Hello. I'm know, good, it's I'm nice that you're a else, but, but maybe <laughs> even just uh, tonight. Let me keep it clean tonight. Uh, yeah, West Ham give Liverpool hope. Uh, the send off for Mr. West Ham, uh, Mark Noble in their final game, they played so well, they deserved the point. Um, that they got um, the game of two halves. They dominated, not dominated the first half, but they took their chances in the first half. And Zinchenko had a nightmare. Both goals came in, coming on his side of the, of, of the field. So, Claudio, what does this do for Liverpool in terms of you know tonight's game and uh, going to the final game of the season? Well, from our side, I mean, Liverpool's perspective, they had to win both games anyway, so it doesn't change much from Liverpool's perspective. But what it does do is it turns up the pressure in terms of the Man City camp and what they're thinking. And you could already see the pressure was there in the air, and it, was, it, was, and it wasn't a typical Man City performance. Obviously, the injuries didn't do them any favours with Fernandinho yeah. having to pick up at the back. So that, that was definitely something West Ham were, were counting on and taking advantage of, and they did in the first half. Obviously, second half, you could argue the same thing, but man, West Ham didn't take their chances. I mean, that game could have been 4-1 at a point, and I think Bowen missed a chance, and Antonio missed a crucial sort of chance. that would have put the yeah. game far beyond, uh, beyond them. And I think even uh, Man City, I think their, their stat is the last time they were 2-0 down was in 2019. And even they... Yeah, 2019, and even in their Premier League record, they've only come back to win a game after being 2-0 down, I think three times out of 52 attempts or something ridiculous like that. So for them to still do what they did was impressive in terms of coming back 2-0, uh, 2-2-2. The goals they did score, I mean, Grealish, he struck the ball well, but it was a bit fortuitous that Ricochet went in. But then that'll obviously, a 2-1 is always a dangerous score because you, you land on, you land defending, or sorry, you want to hang on on what you, you have. And then one goal, then there's more pressure, more pressure. And then that second one, obviously, the pressure told in terms of the own goal from, um, what's his name, the the, the West Ham player. Uh, so 2-2. Two, two. Kufal. Kufal, yeah, Kufal. So, I mean, that, that credit to Man City. But in the end, you could see. And then, of course, the, the penalty, gentlemen. But Marius, I had no faith. You could see he was going to miss it. I yeah, knew he was going to miss no, it. Guys, Fabianski is also a very good penalty saver. I think I think coupled with the fact that it's Mares and coupled with the fact that it's it's uh, it's Fabianski, I knew which side Mares was going to go because what happens is guys when you when you take a pressure penalty and you're not you don't look confident what you're going to do you're going to go on the side that's that's easiest, right? Which is obviously to take it back to where you come from, basically. So, if it's a left footer is going to go right, a left foot, a right footer is going to go left. And Morris was that was that, that was written in the stars what Morris was going to do. And I think hmm. Man City next season need to sign a penalty taker as well. Um, I know they've signed Erling Haaland, but they also need to sign a penalty taker because 
historically they've missed quite a lot of penalties. They've had issues in the past where Gundogan's missed the penalty as well. De Bruyne's missed one. I think Sterling's also missed as well. Jesus has missed as well. I think and Mahrez has missed the second time now Mahrez is missing. Uh, but yeah, I think it gives you a lot of hope, Claudio. Um, but but these, are things, you, I, these are the things that add up. And I mean, when you look at do. something like that, they you do. go, Pep, Pep's going, Jesus, game could have been done. You know, now it's not done. And that sinks into the, the rest of the team. The team, the yeah. Mahrez is thinking, shit, going into the game of the weekend, I could have killed this. You know, we can still win the game. But now what happens is on that final day, we know kickoffs all the same time. So if Liverpool at Anfield can get on top of the side early and put one or two early, that noise starts getting like spread around the sort of Etihad, and all of a sudden Villa start coming there's, in there's there. No, you know? There's no fans. There's no fans in the Etihad, Claudio. And there's no exactly, and that's something Liverpool can draw on. Whereas there's Man City no struggle. No energy. And, no energy and, there. And, and this is also, you know, when they won that first title, when Man United uh, seemingly had the title, you know, they'd never that, the first time. That's the first time they'd done that, so they didn't have that pressure of going out to win. Now it's the yeah. pressure of retaining that. It's the pressure of the yeah. expectation going, hey, we've stuffed yeah. up the Champions League. We had a hell of a season. And just like this, we, we could, could end up we with could nothing. Have zero. could have zero, yeah. So, so it's going to be interesting to see how they overcome that because they haven't had that, in my opinion, up until the final. So uh, Liverpool have nothing to lose. That's the best part about it. So we're going to watch it no, and enjoy definitely. it. I think I think we'll we'll, we'll save the, premium, the 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 title predictions to to probably the a later show in the week because Liverpool still need to get their three points. So if Liverpool get their three points, I guess we can start predicting uh, what's what's yeah. to come. Uh, but yeah, there are midweek fixtures, guys. I think we're just gonna just cover just cover a couple of them just in terms of predictions because we still have quite a few things to get through. Uh, we still have to talk about the Europa League final and 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 CAF Champions League and CAF Confed Cup as well. Um, so yeah, just in terms of predictions for midweek fixtures, we have Southampton versus Liverpool tonight. Um, what's your prediction for tonight, uh, Wanga? <laughs> I say Liverpool will win um, two-one. Okay, 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 okay. And and everyone else in the comment section as well, please, please give us your prediction for for the Southampton Liverpool game and then the other games that uh, to follow as well. Claudio, what, what's your prediction for this one? Mm. Gents, you know Southampton like conceding six or seven, but <laughs> I'm not saying Liverpool, Liverpool but are going to do that. No, no. But they also like to beat the big teams as well. Yeah, that's true. And Hussein Hutul has said he's got a special something-something lined up and he's listening to Pep Guardiola saying, hey, give Liverpool four. So let's see what happens there. And Liverpool obviously don't have Fabinho, Van Dijk and Salah. But I think it's going to be a one-goal decider. I'm going to say 2-1 Liverpool. Uh, um, Louis says he's wearing his Southampton boxes tonight. Uh, all in support of Southampton. Um, I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Sorry, Claudio. It's going to be a 1-1 draw tonight. Um, no, it can't, yeah. Celo. It's going to be exciting for Sunday. What's wrong with you? Why do you want it to stop here? It's not, about, it's, not about, it's not about this. It's just, it's just I predicted Southampton to beat Arsenal the other time and, and they beat Arsenal. So, I, yeah, just something about Southampton, man. Um, Celo, what is the funny thing that Murray told you? Louis told you there. He says he's going to wear his boxes tonight. No, but you said you had a conversation with him earlier today that was quite funny. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Louis was talking about the fact that this weekend he was, yeah, man, he couldn't sleep after the game, after Man City's game. Uh, but yeah, he says he says he couldn't wait for the show just to see Wanga's reaction. <laughs> So everyone's watching, everyone's on the show just to see how Wong is feeling, guys. Because I think everyone just wants to sit on Arsenal. Uh, excuse my French, but um, and the next 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 game is uh, Aston Villa versus Burnley. 
it's a midweek fixture. Claudio wants Villa to have some confidence going to the Man City game. Burnley needs a, a win. Um, even, a, even a point gets Burnley out of the relegation zone uh, because they're far superior uh, um, goal difference against Leeds. So, Wonga, mm. what's the result in this game? I said Burnley will take a 2-0. Hmm. Claudio, what, what, what do you think? Say so 2-1 victory, Villa. 2-1 victory, Villa. Yo, that's a tough one. I think Coutinho's just I... renewed his contract, or they've just signed him. You saw that, and he, a quarter of what he was earning, eh? Well, yeah, yeah, a, a quarter. Something... Yeah, hundred twenty-five thousand pounds now from four hundred thousand. That's um, crazy. I think it's going to be a. Who's earning four hundred? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, that, that's Barcelona. Right? Barcelona just just throws money at people. So I think it's going to be a one-one draw in this game. Um, so yeah, let's let's see what happens. Uh, the next one is uh, quite a dead rubber, actually. Because um, Chelsea have, have have secured Champions League football, but they would like to cement that third place. Um, Chelsea versus Leicester, Wonga. Ah, Chelsea okay. gonna pump them three now. These guys. Oh wait, 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 wait. It may be three two. Um, but Pum, Chelsea will. Saying three, Leicester, they, saying they don't know how to keep clean sheets. Pumps is saying zero zero for the Impossible. Villa and and, and 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 Burnley game. But you're saying three oh, I Chelsea. See. No, 3-2. Maybe 3-2. Because Chelsea can't... I mean, Leicester can't keep a clean sheet. Yo, Leicester gets this open net. They can't buy a clean sheet. Even even on the weekend, they won 4-1. You know? Five. Um, Claudio, five. Yeah, Claudio, what's what's your prediction for this one? Uh, I'm going to say a draw. I don't think Leicester are going to lose after the 5-1. I think Chelsea are going to be a bit deflated. There's nothing left for them to play for. Like Pum's already said, the, the boys are in Ibiza. And obviously, you've got, you got a lot of things happening there, Chelsea. Apparently, the sale might not go through that was planned. You've got players, Rudiger, Aspilicueta, Alonso. All these guys are That's shipping in, shipping out. Yeah, the They're screen, done. Yeah. They're done. So, I, I, I say a draw there. 2-2 draw. A draw. Okay. I think it's going to be a 2-1 victory to, to Chelsea. It is, their, it is their last home game uh, of the season. So, I think it'll be a 2-1 victory just to kind of give the fans something to cheer about. Um, and then the last one, uh, quite a big one. Uh, it's Everton at Goodison Park versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Wonga, what, what's your prediction for this one? Yo. Yes, yes. I will say... I say 2-1 to Everton. 2-1 to Everton. 2-1 to Everton. Tell you. I'm, dis- I'm disappointed Wonga's going against his future Arsenal manager there. Um, <laughs> I think I think Everton are getting caught caught up in their own hype in terms of playing every game like a final. I think that's important, but also sometimes you also got to calm things down because it isn't a final. I think that's yeah. where they're getting caught out a little bit. And I think, uh, you know, I, I'm backing Lelong, Mr. Vieira. He can do something. So I'm going to say a draw for Crystal Palace 1-1. One, one. Okay, 1-1. Um, Scooby uh, says yeah, Scooby. Uh, 1-0. Thanks, thanks, thanks for tuning in, Scooby. Uh, he's a Real Madrid fan, um, so at least he's, he's. But he's also a Pirates fan, so I think that's why he's he's watching the show tonight. Uh, oh, ah, Claudio, wow. Uh, so he says one all to Palace. <laughs> uh, Pum says two one to Everton. I say it's going to be a one 0 victory to Everton uh, tonight, uh, and then they'll be safe uh, with that victory. Um, yeah, that's that's the Premier League fixtures for for midweek, and then after that, you know, Sunday is the is the final round of games at five p.m. Uh, we might be doing something for that. Um, Claudio will obviously confirm on Thursday. On Thursday's show, he'll confirm if we are doing something for that. And something that's probably 
uh, slipped through the cracks, guys, that probably no one actually maybe remembers, is that tomorrow there is a Europa League final between Eintracht Frankfurt and Glasgow Rangers. Uh, so tomorrow night is the Euro- Europa League final. Yes, it's not a glamorous that... final. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, the teams in the final are not... I think the Conference League has bigger teams in the final, um, Roma versus Marseille, than what, what, uh, than what uh, the Europa League has. They probably would have, would have liked them to swap. But, but yeah, guys, um, we've got a Europa League final. Uh, the second, the second, uh, the second tier final of of, of Europe. Um, who do you think uh, is going to win this game? I think you know Rangers being in the final is quite a you know it's an amazing feat for huge. for for, for, a Scot- for a Scottish club to be in the final. You know um, they've just lost the Scottish league to 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 Celtic, uh, but they've made the Europa League final. Uh, Wonga, what do you think in terms of in terms of this matchup of Frankfurt versus uh, Rangers? By the way, Frankfurt beat uh, Barca. Um, on their way to the final. Ooh. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a heavy matchup, and I think yeah, Rangers also well deservedly uh, made it there as well. Um, I saw a few of their matches looking dangerous, even Frankfurt as well. Uh, I, I don't think it'll disappoint in terms of goals. To be honest with you, um, I think if Pumzi saying two one, I think there could be even more. I think it'd be like a three two or even a. Uh, or three, three. I think both teams are heavy there. But to win, uh, I'll just say, uh, I'll give it to to Rangers. I'll say three, two to Rangers. You give it three, two to Rangers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Claudio, what, what what's your prediction for this one? I think obviously it's a uh, uh, Stevie G used to be the manager or started the season as the manager, and then Giovanni Bronk. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, the former Arsenal player, took over as the manager, and he's mm. guided them to a final, which is which I'm sure the fans are are ec- ecstatic about. You know, they'll probably be travelling to where the final is, uh, wherever the final is. I'm, tra- I'm trying to even remember where the final is. Uh, but yeah, uh, what do you think is going to happen in this game? I think it's huge for Rangers. Huge, huge. When last was a Scottish side in any? Year? How far? Like when last did they ever get this far? That's number one. Um, number two, I think, look, if I've got to look at it, I think with my head, my head is saying Frankfurt win. I think my heart is saying Everton win. Ugh, Rangers, I'm seeing all blue. Oh. Yes, son. <laughs> Rangers win. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Frankfurt just because of the sides I've taken out. Like West Ham, I think West Ham believed the trophy was theirs. They took their march. You've yeah. already touched on the fact they beat Barcelona. That's Barcelona. huge. That's huge confidence going to the final. And I think they'll have a little bit more quality than what Rangers will have. So they will edge that by one goal. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Frankfurt. Okay, and by the way, guys, the final is in Seville uh, at the Ramon Sanchez Pijuan Stadium, which is a a stadium for Sevilla. Uh, But yeah, so I think, guys, there's going to be an upset, and I think that Rangers will take this. I think that the, the energy of the whole of Scotland, except for obviously Celtic fans, will uh, get them through, uh, will get them through over the line. And we'll have Rangers in the Champions League final uh, because, yeah, the winner of the Europa Oof. League final gets into the Champions League um, directly. So that that would be quite uh, amazing for, for 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 Rangers to be in the Champions League again. Uh, but also two so Scottish sides. Then, if Celtic mm. have won the league, two Scottish sides in the Champions League. That'll be wow. great. That'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be great. We need yeah. we need we need some we need some of that Scottish energy. You know, what I mean, uh, 
Uh, I know their behavior is not the best at stadiums, but but we need that energy uh, in the Champions League again, you know. Uh, so, look, off I, topic, I, yeah, but I just want to ask: if you had to have Celtic and Rangers in the Premier League, where would they oh, finish? Now, in the past, right? In the past, I think let's say 15 years ago, uh, 15 to 20 years ago, they were definitely top six sides. Uh, but now I think that they probably top ten sides. Top ten. Number nine. Yeah, top ten, like number, like you know, we, you know, the teams that are in top ten, right? And the top, the ones that are fighting for top ten right now is your Brighton's, mm. your Palace, your Newcastle's, your Brentford's. Um, who else is there? Who else is that? You know, so it'll probably be just better the the the, the better than them, you know, type of things, which is yeah, Wolves by Wolves by Wolves, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, if you had to have them in the Premier League, they have more money. So right now, if you had to put in there, I think they struggle to survive. But I think if they, you give them two, three seasons, they've got more money. They've got the crowd. They've got the sort of they've got the makeup of a Newcastle, of a Liverpool, of those sort of clubs. So you give them yes. the money, and they Historic do become clubs, a top yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Wanga. What do you think there? <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, um... Wanga's deflated, guys. Wanga just watched the season. He's out. <laughs> Wanga's out, guys. Wanga's out. Wanga's I out. Wanga's out. Wanga rants and eyes out. He's done. Wanga's out, guys. Wanga's he's deflated. Oh. Newcastle has taken the energy all out of him after yesterday's win. Shame, uh, but that's that's all good. Uh, Pum says, uh, well, no, it was bad. It was bad, guys. You were just bad. It was bad. Uh, Pum says, <laughs> uh, the, the weekend for me was bad. It was literally all was Arsenal. And after that... All my weekend was about Arsenal. I was giving up to that. So, yo, I won't lie to you guys. Man. It's been bad. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry about that, Wanga. Yeah, uh, but yeah, just 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 bring it back closer to home, guys. Um, just the CAF Champions League semifinals did take place over the weekend, and yeah, as we predicted in terms of the first leg, which were both um, one-sided, Al Ahly uh, will face Widat Casablanca in the Champions League final in Morocco. Uh, which is obviously a thorny uh, topic right now. There's there's some former Al-Akhli players um, saying that, that Al-Akhli should boycott the final. You know, the CAF corruption is, is too much. You know, the fact that Cam- what's this, the fact that Moroccan government has basically bankrolled this whole final uh, and, 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 and basically uh, got the final to be at Widat's home ground. You know, how ironic is it, guys, is that the, <laughs> the final's not just going to be in Morocco, it's going to be at Wida's home ground, right? Because there are other Moroccan clubs in 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 in, in Morocco, <laughs> uh, you know. But uh, uh, coincidentally, it's going to be at uh, at uh, Casablanca. But yeah, Peter Musamadi in another CAF Champions League final, guys. Um, Alakhli's third final in a row, uh, and Peter Musamadi Peter Musamadi's third final in a row. What do you guys you know make of um, you know the the final in itself between Alakhli and Wida? Uh, you know, two North African giants. Uh, going head to head against each other, and also something that we should mention as well is that both coaches are, are African. The coach of Widad is, uh, is is Moroccan, and then the coach of Al Ahly is South African. So, so that's that's also great for for African football as a whole. So, what do you guys make of uh, this matchup, and uh, obviously the, the 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 rumblings of 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 where the final is taking place? Yeah, look, I think for me the. Those, like you call them the rumblings, I think that's that's justified. <laughs> I don't even know how that can happen. I mean, you see, you pay for the final, you get the final. That's yeah, money talks, eh? Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, this is plain sight. You can't even 
you can say whatever you want to say about oh this or this reason or that, but this is in plain sight. You can't. I mean, uh, as um, I mean, it's, it's sad also because now you've got this guy who Matepe is running, the, basically the head of the the CAF now, and he's South African guy, and you can let things like um, like this happen. But it's I, a vote. I, I can't. It was apparently was a vote. It was a vote. Um, I, so the, exec, the executive I, council of 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 CAF voted for this. That's but for and, me, I, and he even and he if it's a, a vote, vote, I don't care. How... He has a vote. So you can't veto anything. Oh, Wonga, are you still are you still there? But Claudio, what, what, what do you think about this? You know, I'm sure Claudio, you're an ex, you're an executive member of CAF, and then some guy from Morocco comes to your house and says, "Hey man, listen, here's something under the under the table," um, and all of a sudden you're voting for 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 this to happen. Yeah, I mean, we know this is the thing that African football faces. It's it's on a day to day. And that's this is obviously the the scary thing is to your point it's at the highest level within Africa and it's that's gone under the radar. So I mean the, the problem is if that's happening at the highest level, I mean the smaller clubs, the the clubs and the people at the ground roots that have ambitions, it's it's virtually impossible. And this is why clubs get to buy the club statuses and 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 and. So yes. I mean it is it's 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 very unsettling when you consider the future of African football and just the future of development football within, within Africa. And sure. it's a good thing that I mentioned that because that's something Nick likes mentioning. Uh, Wanga, yes, you want to say something? Sorry before I got cut off there, but yeah, I just want to say, I don't, I don't, I don't care if it was a vote or what, the fact that that was allowed to happen. I, I don't care. It, it, it's, 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 uh, it's, it just shows that yeah, the corruption prevails and you can't, you can't allow that to happen under your office. I mean, if you're serious about it, you would have done things to not allow that to happen. Because, I mean, said, geez, guys, I mean, if they got the stadium next door to them, but geez, it's at their home ground. Like, this, you can't get more crap. You, it's ah, it's so blatant. It's a, it's a bad name for African football. I mean, well done to Alakhli for doing it for the third time. I imagine, wish they Im- not that. Imagine, imagine Real Madrid all of a sudden now. They paid some money, and then the Champions League final is going to be at the Bernabeu. It would uh, happen. They would. They would. Game it. over. It's, it it, it would be game happen. over. Yes, the final would, goes or, to Madrid. Or, done. Or, or, or at Anfield, you know what I mean? It's 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 done. It's, it's done. The twelfth the twelfth bed for either club is yeah. is yes. crazy. And also, travel in Africa is 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 you know it's not it's not it's, it's expensive. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, mm. flying from Egypt to Morocco, which is next door each other, they'll probably. You have to fly to Dubai first to get to Egypt. I mean, to get to Morocco. You know what I mean? You know, how unreasonable is that? You know what I mean? So, so that, yeah. that doesn't help in terms of in terms of that. I think they need to fix it. Uh, but yeah, um, be as it may, um, Scooby says that Alakli to win two one. Mutsipa needs to put his foot down. I, I agree. This is nonsense. They need to uh, they need to restructure African football in terms of guys. Beginning of the season. Beginning of the season. We 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 we. You know, you know, you know. Also, with African football, I know what happens as well. Sometimes is that because Africa is so big, and the, tra- the the transport system in Africa is not great, right? So, for instance, you say that a final is going to be in South Africa, right? And then you've got two mm-hmm. North African teams playing. Then their fans is going to be expensive to come here. But yeah. what should happen, right, is that the final should not be in the country of the finalists. Right. Yes. It can be in an, it can be in a neighboring country or a country that is, I guess, a certain amount of kilometers from those two countries, for instance. So you say Morocco and Egypt are, are here, and then say uh, maximum uh, amount of distance can be a thousand kilometers, for instance. Right. So 
yeah. uh, that's that, that's from like Pretoria to Cape Town, basically. So you go to a neighboring yeah. country, you go to Algeria, you go to Tunisia, you go maybe to not one of the West African countries to play the final. Also giving back, you know? it's boosting the economy of the. Exactly, you boost the economy. Place. But hey, man, guys, maybe they should hire me there, Kev, guys. Um, but if you guys are listening, Kev, I, I, I'm here to be hired. Uh, but yeah, um, and then and then why, why probably as as I said, why why Scoobies are probably on the, are, are watching the show. And why Claudia is wearing the cap that he's wearing? Claudia, show us the cap. Uh, Orlando Pirates have made it into the CAF Confederations Cup final, which will be played this Friday, which is quite a short turnaround time for 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 the two semi uh, two semifinals that have now qualified to the final. Um, that final um, Pirates will play against RS Burkani, which is a Moroccan club as well, but they'll be playing in Nigeria. So at least that 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 will be an initial ground. In a different and obviously in a in a, in a different country. You say Nigeria. It'll be, yeah, it'll be Nigeria. It'll be Nigeria. Oh, okay. uh, the final on Friday, and again, the coach of RS Burkani is from the DRC, and the coach the coaches of Orlando Pirates are South African. So again, two African coaches in the final again, which is great for African football. So both finals have African coaches across the board. So no Europeans in these finals, which is great to see. Um, just Claudio on your on your side as an Orlando Pirates. Uh, supporter, I see you wearing it proud and loud and proud there. The cap. Uh, what do you think in terms of in terms of uh, their achievement to make the final, especially not after not having a great uh, league season? Well, I think that's that, that. There's no secret there in terms of going. Okay, they didn't have a good league season. This is all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. So, you know, they, they've got to do the thing now. They've, they've gone the distance. I mean, they they need to now see it across the line. There's no point doing all of this, getting all of us hyped up, and then we go to the final. And then. Ah, Goodbye. You know, there's, there's none of that. They need to go there. They need to show them that what the bones do, the pirates strike fear in the hearts of the opponent. And when they're there and they, they, they hoist the mask, they need to show them. That's it. And like um, the keeper said, the goalkeeper, pirates keeper is like, hey, no one remembers second place. So we won't remember. And you know what? You might think it might have been an achievement, but it isn't an achievement. Go there and win it. And then we can talk about it. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's 100%. Wonga? Uh, your thoughts as 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 a, as a Sundowns fan? What, what what are you thinking? Are you are you gonna be rooting for Orlando Pirates on Friday, or are you just gonna be like boo hoo? Uh, Mike nah, look, <laughs> look, uh, I just think Pirates fans are gonna. I think with them they're gonna have to, and I think even the coach is gonna stress it to the players because when they if they lose, their fans are gonna be on top of them. That's for sure. Um, I don't think they're going to be how we got to the final or what. They're going to just be pissed off because now they've got nothing to show for this. Uh, you could say, yeah, it was, I mean, I mean, they had a poor, they had a poor league and they've been frustrated in that. When I say they're frustrated, I mean the fans. And so now seventh, they've got to this final. Wonga, for them to finish seventh, I know they've still got a game in hand, but for them to finish seventh in the league is a joke. That's yeah, a yeah, joke. No, that's, yeah, like, that's, bad, it's bad. That's, it's that's bad poor. That's absolutely poor for Pirates. For, for, well, such a big club. Yeah, that's so like, I think that's like I would say Arsenal, but Arsenal's not a fair comparison. It's like a, no. like a Liverpool finishing seventh. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, you're right. It's definitely like a Liverpool finishing seventh. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, but I mean, it. it yeah, it, it's it's bad. It's bad either way. And and all the coach has been giving them his excuses, excuses, excuses. But now, hopefully, he can. Uh, I don't think it'll make up for their position. But um, if they take it, I think it will give them a little bit of, at least a little bit of something to celebrate. But yeah, they need to fix that. Whatever's happened, they just need to fix so that. So what's the prize yeah. money for the, the Confed Cup? Do you know? So 20, 24 million rand. Yeah. 
Jeez. Okay, so they're going to win. Pirates are going to kick yeah, everyone. You think, you think Pirates win that they can keep no their wonder. academy going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hope's alive there, man. Come on, what's they going need, on? They, they need to go ask Chiefs uh, how, how, to, how, to, how to revive an academy because Chiefs did did suspend their academy for a couple for a few years and then obviously they revived it now where there has been and actually if you actually look at it, Chiefs actually produces players to the first team whereas Pirates probably produced one like in the last 10 years uh, but your predictions for the for the for the final Wonga uh, what's your prediction there? I mean everything at stake especially the money <laughs> the Pirates wins it <laughs> but I'll say 3-1 to Pirates <laughs> We went to Paris. Okay, wow. Yeah, okay. They, that's, ambitious. Gonna... that's ambitious for African football in terms of the amount of goals, especially in any final, any final, yeah. generally a small amount of goals scored. Now, in Africa, this is something else. All you have to do is open the bag for them, show them the bag of money, and watch them. I tell them half. I tell them that the players win half if they win, right? And then they, they, yeah. they get motivated, hey, really planning what they're going to do with their money. Got to secure the future, bro. Got to secure the bag, man. So, Claudio, what's, what's your prediction for this one? Say 1-0 Pirates victory. Come on. Come one, on. 1-0 Pirates victory. Okay. Come nice. On, bagger, bagger. I, I, th- I think it's going to be a penalty um, shootout victory. And, yeah, Pirates will, will, will prevail in this one. Um, even though it hurts me to, to, to see an, another South African team, especially a Soweto Giant, to, to, to win. But, yeah, I think Pirates will, 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 will prevail in this one. Um, and, wow, guys, it's been an hour. I can't believe it. It's been an hour of the show. Um, I, I don't know where the time has gone. Uh, it's definitely gone somewhere. I think Wonga took up. Uh, I, th- I would have said Wonga took up most of it, but Wonga, in a happy mood, speaks less. So, so yeah, guys. Final <laughs> thoughts. What's your final thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, Wonga, and then Claudia, and then and then and then I'll and then I'll wrap up. Ah, uh, my final thoughts are: Hey, Arsenal are just pain, man, pain. My my life has been good up until this weekend, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think to be fair, they've done well in the season. Would have been nice for us to to finish in the top four. Would have been very nice to get back to Champions League, but yeah, obviously too early for that. Claudio, not part of not part of the not part of the original three-year plan for a Teta Champions League final. Eh, 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 eh. But anyway, yeah, what what I want to end off with, Wanga is that if the Arsenal players showed up like you do week in, week out, they wouldn't be in this situation. So I want to say credit to you, sir. <laughs> credit to you for showing your face and giving the people what they want. Is win or loss, your face is here week in, week out, and the people enjoy it. So thank you so much to you, Wonga. And then, of course, I've got to end up with with the quadruple dream still alive, gents. It's still alive. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, on my, my, my side, guys. Uh, just thanks to everyone who's tuned in tonight, uh, from Scooby to Pums to Jason to Louis uh, to Arjun, who briefly was there as well. Thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in. We wouldn't be uh, who you are on this show without you guys. And just continue uh, to show us the love um, and obviously just spread the, the message in terms of Go Lounge TV. We are on the road to 1,000 subscribers, guys. And that is through you guys. And obviously, we only do it for you guys. So let's, let's get us to 1,000 subscribers as soon as possible, guys. And yeah, some great content will be uh, will be coming through as well um, sometime this week. Uh, yeah, especially tomorrow. So tomorrow we're gonna have a special guest tomorrow, uh, a guru, a fantasy football guru. So all of you who love fantasy football, who kind of want to get some tips for next season, um, so definitely tune in tomorrow for 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 that. Uh, and yeah, um, 
if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be cool. Cheers, guys. Uh, cheers.